It's Health Quest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey, Dr. K. You doing, Alex? How are you doing? And how are you on this Saturday morning here? Looks like we're going to have a nice, uh, mild day today. Yeah. yeah. Like for a little sure. rain. We need some rain. Definitely. Not wrong with rain. It's spring, everybody. Hi. I already said that, but uh, <laughs> you know, your body's like a dog. I like the way people say that like, mm-hmm. from down south. Dog, a dog. But you know, I, today I want to talk about our bodies and how well they're a lot like a dog. Um, and I, I know it's a little bit of a mystery, but I do believe there's a parallel there. And uh, I also want to mention what is it that we do that we increase the possibility for us to share in the blame for what is otherwise known as the comorbidities or the susceptibilities to not only COVID, but just about any other sickness to boot. I want to mention, too, that um, when you've heard others in leadership uh, talk about following the science, and I know what goes on in your mind because it's going on in my mind, too. You're using your brain. You're trying to make sense of it all. And that's what you were doing before this whole pandemic occurred. Some among us don't even believe that it was and should be considered a pandemic. And I, I'm not sure how to um, handle subjects like this on the air because I want to be responsible with the time that we have on the air to share with you every Saturday morning. And I don't need to repeat what's already out there that causes us more frustration and fear, but more to add to the direction of where we were going maybe before and where we will be headed in the future for those of us who want to have a, a, a directed control of our life. And I know in this uh, latest, whatever you want to call shelter in place and all that, you know what that's been like for you and you know the impact that it's had. A stat that was just uh, published this week, and I'm going to stay light on the subject because, again, I don't need to go and dig in the dirt with you. The, the, uh, the average American... Uh, over this last year, gained about two pounds per month. Two pound increase for every American per month. About two pounds average. Now that means 
that uh, the patients that were working in our office this last year didn't gain any weight. Matter of fact, if they had to lose weight, like most of us need to in this country, long before the pandemic, I would have to say that the people who were working in our office in 2020 uh, went against the grain because they were in the process of getting healthy, and part of the getting healthy had to do with a loss of weight. Now, as I tell our new patients, at first blush, they kind of give me this this kind of like sour look on their face. When I tell this person who's overgirthed, you know, thick in the thighs, under lean, whatever you call these people, which most Americans fit in that category. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when they hear that we do not have a weight loss program, uh, they have that, that scowl on their face. Because in, in a sense, they, 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 they came to us because they... As part of the getting healthy, they needed to lose weight. Now, they didn't understand, and I let them know shortly after that, don't worry, everybody that gets healthy in this office, if they do need to lose weight, which is about 97% of us, um, they will lose the weight. So the weight loss is incidental to the getting healthy part of the principle. Now, while others in our society are compartmentalizing our health, like thinking, what is it? What, what can we do to get the men to be able to have the proper erectile, you know, performance? Here, we'll, we'll deal with you in this way. And then for the women that need, you know, to lose a little weight, we'll deal with that in another way. And those of you who cannot digest your crappy food that you eat, well, we're going to give you the remedies that were, are related to that, too. And on and on we go as if the body was a separate, you know, separate within its, its own, you know, divisions or compartments. And, and when I think about our body like a dog, I'm thinking that, you know, most people take better care of their pets than they do their own body. And so today, if we could characterize what it would be like if we were to empathize with our body as if it were as loyal, if not more than loyal, as compared to our, our, our dogs. So this last year, thinking that the average American... Uh, gained two pounds per month, and it's still going, right? I mean, I don't think that it, there was a cutoff because the trend in this country was that we were gaining weight anyway. And, and then when you had the lockdown and, and all the other limitations, people losing their job and closing businesses and furloughing and all that, one would have one would have thunk that, that we would have had more time with our family we would have been exercising more with the time we thought we didn't have when we were gainfully employed and so on. And yet America in 2020, on average, gained about two pounds per month. And I still believe that's rising. Now, that means that the people that were in our clinic not gaining weight, they were actually losing weight as they got healthy. That means other people must have been gaining three or four pounds per month. So do the math. You know, three pounds per month times 12 is 36 pounds overweight. Let's say they began at 20 pounds overweight. Now they're 55 pounds overweight. Now, I was in a hardware store yesterday, and I, I, did, I did my darndest to, uh, to, to quote what I thought I saw and heard uh, as I exited this hardware store following a man about 40, in his 40s, we'll say, had an elderly mom who was hobbling 
at best to get out of the store. And I was trying to zoom around both of them, realizing she was walking more than slow, or should I say less than slow, and I thought I could squeeze around him, and it ended up that I couldn't. And so I had to basically slow down uh, and just you know, wander out of the store at the speed that the elder uh, lady was, was going. And her son was used to the low, you know, gate speed, and so he was ahead of her, talking to her with his head turned, but not looking at her. He was talking to her as like she was his, his, his little dog following him out of the store, but of course he was going very slow too, hoping his mom would stay up with him. And here's what he said. This is the best as I can reproduce this. He got a mid-40-year-old guy, and he says something like this. He goes, gee, Mom, I I don't know if you noticed that I'm really dragging right now. Yep. Yep. (sighs) Going to be needing some coffee. No, I'm really dragging. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna need something. I'm gonna need something before we do anything else. Need to get, need to get us some coffee. Need something to get me going. Can't go any further without getting me some coffee. We need to stop somewhere and get me some coffee. He just kept kind of going at it that way. <laughs> and after he took a pause, his 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 mother said, that was, "Well, we can do whatever you want, son." And then he repeated again that, well, they start pointing at the different restaurants out there. We could go grab a cup of coffee. I'm sitting there going, what the? The guy is, what, 40-some years old, and he's dragging? He, like, he can't handle it? What's the deal here? What, you want a couple minutes without a stimulant? And now you need to be resuscitated through some caffeinated beverage? What the? You know, what, why are we doing this? You know, just, just got to say, where are we heading? You know, that, that we don't have the ability or the physicality to, to just walk through a store with your mother without thinking you need a stimulant. So the way we view things and the way we communicate these things, I think, are really important. Because unbeknownst to us, our body, like a dog, it, it thinks about 70, 80, 90,000 thoughts a day. And, and in a sense, we think that we're a victim of our brain like we are of the leadership in this country today. And... I say no to, 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 to both because we can direct our thoughts and we can place our brain under our will if we could see it as such. And so what I'd like to mention, we come back, we're going to take a very short break. I want to, I want to talk about how we do make those conversations, those internal dialogue, uh, and how we, we take ourselves into the dark zone. And when we do that, we become, I believe, less able to have the life that we were meant to have. And then in doing so, I think we become susceptible to the comorbidities that we somehow um, find ourselves uh, with in not just COVID, but in life. The susceptibilities that make us uh, vulnerable to the attack of diseases, conditions, and infections, that those risks... I believe, have increased over time. And I think that uh, we have to know that if we took better care of this dog of ours, it might not be uh, so angry at us. And it might, at the same time, be able to take better care of us if we only knew how to take those steps, take, take better care of this dog of ours, you think? I think so. HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. 
Health conditions and inflammation go hand in hand with one another. It's inflammation that helps protect our body from those invading infections, and it can help heal injuries too. Inflammation surges into the mix, then does its job, and then gets the heck out of there. Once inflammation has done its job, the human body uses fatty acids found in both omega-3 and omega-6s to reduce the inflammation. Hi, this is Dr. David Kobaba. It's so important that these fatty acids be consumed in a healthy ratio because uncontrolled inflammation, like a runaway train, can lead to chronic inflammation, even cancer. Healthy food eaters can be out of sync with their fatty acid ratio until Oprima from Standard Process. You see, the body needs to maintain higher ratios of these omega-3 to 6s to facilitate the resolution phase of the inflammation process. Oprima does the work for you. Oprima is available just by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. Oh, Father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get what we deserve. And where down we go? What's been presented to us by some of our leaders is that uh, there's a lot of innocence with respect to what happened this last year. Oh, we may blame the Chinese based on some more accusations that came out this week, a couple days ago. But sometimes I wonder back, it's not just perhaps where it originated from, but what made those of us who were more affected by the illness, what made us more susceptible that had to do with our turf? It had to do with the responsibilities that we have, that we share in the vulnerabilities that are susceptibilities to such things. You know, why is it that some people are not infected or affected as much by the infection? Like, what is it that we might have more control than that? Now, I sense that when it comes to some of our leaders that would in the private sector and government and so on, I don't believe we're being told everything any any more than we're told everything we need to know when it comes to buying a car. And you know how the sales go. You read a sales banner, and not all is said. All those exclusions and exceptions and restrictions are part of the problem as we work together as humans when we hide out from each other. And And I think that's where A lot of our problems come from, and the load of stress is on our body, and like a dog, and that dog, like I said before, that dog, sometimes, if it's not cared for, people, (laughs) you know, and then it it might result in these comorbidities, these susceptibilities. You know, some social media gurus this week, originators, leaders, whatever you want to call them, I, I call them offenders, people like Zuckerberg and such. They, they were involved in a Senate panel this past week, a few days ago, regarding the heavy risks that is associated with children being as exposed as they are 
uh, to social media platforms and the white screen, you know, the computer, the phones, and all the like. Interesting that these these leaders are the ones that they keep, they keep yanking back before the Senate, and they go back and forth, making excuses, blowing smoke, and they go home. And I, as I reflected on the latest little thing that happened in Washington, I was thinking, these interesting that these leaders probably grew up with what used to be the norm of the neighborhood friend. You know, they, they would have backyards, household chores, you know, and they had the burning energy, and they probably sweat. Yeah, they probably sweat, basically earning their way through life. You know, out in the, in, 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 at dawn, and you only went inside of when your parents yelled or whistled for you. You know, these leaders, these, 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 these whatever you want to call it, these social, you know, media leaders probably had somewhat of a normal childhood where backyard time as well as other physical activities, you know, were, were there for them. But now those same activities are gone. As I travel the United States on my motorcycle and I'm going here and there, I'm going to all these different, and I don't see kids playing anymore. About the only time I ever see it, I got to tell you this, I don't mean to compare urban with suburban, but I'm telling you, you get out in the, in the boonies and the kids are outside. When I hearken back to the days that I grew up, I move, you know, I, you know I'm, I motor through these small farm uh, town communities and the kids are out. The dogs are out. Everybody's working, playing. Then you, the white you know, the collar count, you know, counties around Chicago as I see it, kids aren't out. I, it's, it's as if we, no one has kids anymore. But we do. And, and what's happening, this excessive time that's being spent on white screen activities, the computer, the phone. I mean, what kid doesn't have a smartphone? And the, parent, the parents think it's a smart idea. They can keep track of their kid. Yeah, and your kid can keep track of the same stresses that you track with that get them down as gets you down. And you don't think your kids are exposed to more than you think they're being exposed to? Which is placing our kids, our children, in severe mental and emotional stress, accounting for unparalleled suicide rates and other mental, emotional pathologies being witnessed in our society today, including prepubescence. You know, we were afforded the, the childhood that led us into adolescence, where most of us went through that adolescence at a, in a timely fashion, 14, 15, 16, 17. Now the average of these overstimulated kids is about eight years old. And it's also interesting to me that, that the leadership today, these influencers, as I'm going to call them, most probably experienced the luxury of living a more foundational, realistic, maybe less idealistic life. That her, and that perhaps grounded them enough to fuel the creative passion and energy in them, spawning some of the extraordinary technologies that have been found to be, in my estimation, so devastating to the masses in our modern society. You know, okay, we got the blessings, but now we've got the curses, the many curses. And I thought, well, can we get the genie back in the bottle? I don't think so. But we've got to learn how to manage what we have. And our body, like a dog, you know, it's got to be well-fed. And it takes care of you. 
There's a verse that's repeated in this very short book of Ecclesiastes, right in the middle of your Bible. And, and there are many verses that are real similar in the wording. It goes something like, there's nothing better for man to eat of his, the food of his labor, for this is his portion. This is from God. There's another version, you know, there's nothing better for a man to eat of the, uh, the food of, of, fruit of his, uh, of his work with the wife of his youth, for this is his portion, and on and on. The emphasis, there's nothing better. There's nothing better for human beings to move their body, to burn the energy. With all due respects to the technology, it's all about moving our body. And if our body is like a dog, and the body, like a dog, is very loyal to us, that's been my experience. You know, what's a dog? <laughs> Ever forgiving, you know, the dog ever forgives you know never seeming to be in a bad mood i don't even know other than the mean dogs i don't know that i've ever does your dog ever get in a bad mood where you touch him and then he bites you i don't know <laughs> hmm. you you what do you want to be around that dog if you, you touch a person at the wrong time you're going to get bit and, and dogs are so excited about so many small things in life do you ever do that do you ever all you gotta do with your dog say you want to go out and a dog it's, it's like it's christmas it's come early <laughs> just to go outside because the dog is always open to adventure he, excited about so many things he's your dog is, is always up for something the, 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 the dogs come off as being an innocent an innocent being like like a child right loving friendly cuddly and what I'd like to do is I want to make the parallel. I want to make the parallel to your pet dog and how faithful and loyal your body is trying to be to take care of. You see, your heart has been beating right after it formed in your mother's womb. And your heart is trying to do the best job it can to keep up with you. Your liver is, is trying to protect you against any and all toxic substances from, from all the junk foods you eat to the drugs you take and the chemicals that, you, that you're exposed to. Your, your, your liver is trying to protect you against any and all the toxic substances that, that come, even those that are unknown to you. And there's so much to talk about, but I, I just want to help us characterize our bodies as though our body was just like a dog and that 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 dog is is totally committed to us in many ways on healthquestradio.com i have a video of a dog that's been trained uh to help a person who who experiences a seizure and i think it's a very moving video to see at healthquestradio.com it's our new website you got to you got to get to it and by the way our website was so neat about it it's really made for you to use with your phone as well. You don't have to, you know, get your binoculars or microscope or your telescope out. You just it's it's just right there in front of you without having to get the app. It really it's really awesome. Healthquestradio.com. Um I do want to talk about the susceptibility of pregnant women and the COVID, but I gotta I gotta take a break. So we'll be right back with more. Stay right here. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients. Clear saline nasal spray and sinus rinse. 
Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstore supermarkets and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. Immune defense is a big deal these days. Inflammation kicks in to help when an infection knocks at the door. But unchecked inflammation can become part of the problem, causing more distress to every living cell. Inflammasomes are multi-component signaling complexes that lend critical care to the cells that fight against invading pathogens and other disease processes. It's these inflammasomes that have to be activated in just the right way at just the right time for them to be helpful to handle and defend against infections and diseases. And that's the job of nutritional bioactives. Now, Immune Active by Metagenics contains many of these nutritional bioactives to help optimize your body's immune response. Can't think of a better, more natural approach, enhancing your body's immune defense for sure. So call for your Immune Active today. That's 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. More HealthQuest coming right up. Go to healthquestradio.com. All of our radio show podcasts are available in the iTunes Store. Look under Adventures in Health. Download us on your iPod and take us with you. Together, baby, we, yeah, ah, we better, yep, try, <laughs> try to get ourselves together. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with, with you know, just trying to, to get ourselves together. Now, I believe there's some people out there sabotaging us, whether they're doing it with intention or not, it's happening nonetheless. And the consequences of the life we're living has a lot to do with what's going to happen in the next realm, in the next phase of our lives. Uh, Some of us uh, today are experiencing the effects, the natural consequences of decisions we made 10 and 20 years ago. And I know that's part of the human experience, and most of us would say, yeah, I'd like to to separate myself from some of those negative consequences if I could do that. And, And we can. Um, by making better decisions today. And I'm hoping that as we review some of these things, it it, it is more than an encouragement, but maybe a stimulus to do some things uh, a little bit differently and and to live out of a a healthier life as as we age, I I would think, Um, with the average American, um, you know, falling to the COVID in more than one way. You figure a 24-pound increase with the average American in, in one year, that's, you know, we're heading in the wrong direction. And I think it's the, it's, it's the language that we speak to ourselves that is so important. I know this person that I'm going to talk about is listening to the show right now, uh, but, uh, but, but, and so 
for, forgive me. Uh, she was, I, I was in a conference with her and she made a comment and she said, well, you know, I'm 71, you know, over the hill, but really what I'm concerned about are those uh, in my family that are younger than me that will inherit these, these challenges and problems. And I intercepted her on that statement. I said, did you hear what you just said? And on and on, we discussed for a few minutes. I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm 71 years old. I'm, I'm over the hill. You know, kind of a thing is, is it, it, you know, and we do as our body, as we're talking about today, as like a dog, we train the dog. We can train our brain and, and we can take better care of this dog, this body of ours that's been so loyal. And we can get more loyalty out of it. We can get a better physiology out of it if we can handle it, maybe communicate with it a little bit different. And I'm thinking 71 years old. You, let's say you live to 81, 91, 97, 98, like you got 20 some years left. So it, it's not really just, well, you know, I'm over the hill. Because we continue to trans, uh, transmit those communicative ideas to the brain. You see, the brain is a loyal dog. It's going to try to, 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 it's gonna try to uh, pull off what, what you're giving it. And, you know, some people say, yeah, uh, are you having fun? Yeah, so far. What what is it? What is that person saying? He's, are, he's, are, are you having fun? Yeah, so far. What does that mean? He's he's thinking that in the future it's not going to be so much it, it fun. It could be in the next minute. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't had a nervous breakdown yet. Well, what does that mean? What what no? What does that mean? What are you saying to your brain? See, your brain knows how to tra- it knows how to translate. It knows what you're getting at. You know, somebody might say, "Yeah, having fun." Yes, I am. So far, you see, everybody knows what you mean. You know what you mean. Your brain knows what you mean. And that's why maybe what you could say is, I'm just 71 years old. How about that? I'm just 71. I'm just 60. You know, I haven't taken that trip yet. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. It means I want to. I'm on the road. I got things to do. I feel good about that. I'm looking forward to it. You know, my son Jordan taught me a lesson when he was just a little kid. And about, it didn't matter pretty much what you asked him to do, but when you asked, hey, I'm going to store, want to go with me? He wouldn't go, yeah, or whatever. He would go, sure. He would say, sure. And he taught me that. And that has become one of my habits, if you will, because I say that often. So in, in, in response to somebody asking a question, hey, would you like to do so-and-so? Well, when will we be getting home? (laughs) Or what happens if it rains? Hey, do you want to do so-and-so? Well, I don't know. I'm pretty busy. I'll have to get back to you on that. Like, it's so tentative. And and, and when Jordan would just say, sure. I mean, he hardly knew what I was asking him to do half the time. He would just say, sure. And I was saying, if we could all be oblivious... To the, to the interactions in life that drive us crazy and be more open to what's next that could be good, maybe we could start changing our body's physiology a little bit. And in doing so, that physiology being changed, guess what? I think our body, our bodies would be better able to bring out the best, even as it relates to our genetic uh, um, predisposition in life. And we can create daunting problems and challenges for our body if we keep on reproducing the possibility that we're going to die or that something bad is going to happen. 
and I would just say we need to deal with that responsibly, you think? All right. More on this when we come back, okay? Stay right here. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. You are ready to be taught the new way. Dr. David Goldbaba. You know, I've been on Chicago radio for over 38 years now, and I, I think it's about time for us to start looking at healthcare differently. Time to take ownership of your personal health. Time to make your life an adventure in health. And that's why I'm inviting you to our Adventures in Health virtual seminar series coming soon. Imagine being a member of our studio audience, and you are there hearing it first before it's released in its eight-episode format. Instead of being reactive to symptoms, you're going to to learn how to be proactive and, and take better care of your body, paying closer attention to your daily choices and understand the short-term and the long-term impact of those choices. Adventures in Health, the video series, a true lifestyle makeover for you and those you love. To reserve your front row seat, call 800-794-1855. That number again is 800-794-1855. It's HealthQuest Radio with me, Dr. David Kolbaba, this Saturday morning at 11. Go to healthquestradio.com. All right. Hey, speaking about my son Jordan, uh, that's him on this. uh, All my kids are musically inclined. That's nice. Yeah. They just Catchy. always well. They always do things. Say, play that on your show, okay? <laughs> How you doing, Carla? Hey, Doctor K. Doing well, thank you. Good. I, you're one of our coordinators in our office, and I wanted to mention something to our listeners. We started the show talking about the travesty of a two-pound increase per month of the average American this last year. That while Americans were gaining weight, getting drunk, divorced, and killing themselves, is the way I have it, I mean, looking at the impact of COVID, Something weird was happening or different was happening in our offices because we saw people actually getting well during that same year. Um, just we do keep track of stats, and every so often I have you share them with us. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to have you share a stat that related to the whole of last year, the percentage of people who made appointments in our office and actually who made the appointment and got to their appointment rather than cancel or reschedule. And, and the average in this country is that about 58 people out of 100 finally get to the doctor's appointment. And I'm even thinking the 58 might be a high number given that a lot of people go to their doctor because they've got to get a refill on the prescription and if it ain't worth if it, if it, if it wasn't about getting the refill they probably wouldn't be going in and I and, and I know that we are proud um, we're proud people here uh, we are we we were to be proud of <laughs> yes thank you thank you we work very hard to to get people back to, to that health haven place. What was our average percentage kept appointments in uh, this last year? Our average percentage kept appointments was 97% for yeah. 2020. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. great. Can I ask you to just give us your opinion on something? Because I value you so much. 
I know that you get a chance to see people come in in one state when they first arrive, and they're in dire straits, and I don't mean the music group. And then you get a chance to watch how they evolve, even within a matter of, of weeks. Tell me what that's been like for you to watch that through the years. Well, it's inspiring for me personally, because we're all on our own health journey here, working at the office. But it also, uh, there is a sense of, you know, people are really working hard. And not only can you visually see the change, but I can actually experience the change in the person and their personality mm-hmm. and in their um, demeanor, mm-hmm. um, becoming more positive and less negative, just one example. Yeah. So for me, it's personally inspiring, and it actually is motivating as an as working here with you and I know, um, to so, keep doing what we're doing. I know some of your passion includes mission work in Africa and such. And don't you get the same feel sometimes that it's actually a mission, what we're doing, helping people get to a place? Oh, sure, sure. We, we all could be doing something different mm-hmm. to make more money or to, you know, further our lives in a way that, you know, the average American would do. But mm-hmm. um, I think for each one of us that are here, we choose to yeah. be here for um, a higher purpose. Yeah. And isn't it neat as well to have some of our patients who are laden with drugs and to see that after they're getting healthier and healthier, their doctors will actually take them off their medication? Yes. I remember that one woman who had <laughs> was on insulin for yeah. years and years and years. Yes, yes. And then after several months of working with us, yes. she worked with her doctor. Yeah. You know, she didn't yep. go off her medication on her own, but she worked with you. And she worked with her doctor, and her doctor actually suggested that yeah. she need to go off the yeah. insulin. Thanks so much, Carla. Uh, with you for months. No, it's just great. Thanks, Carla. Appreciate you so much. Okay, Thank thanks. You. We'll talk to you. You are the person that people are going to talk to when they make that phone call to do something about their health today. It's our HealthQuest radio hotline, 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Why don't you turn yourself in and be part of a story that maybe Carla could tell about you in the next few months. Wouldn't that be neat to think that your life has changed to the degree that you have a different trajectory in your life? I think that would be something, wouldn't it? 800-794-1855. Sent Monday at 8.55 p.m. You know, I've tried so many different diets over the years and nothing's really ever worked. And the weight was just piling on. I felt like Nothing was going to work, and and I couldn't find any way to get healthy. And one Saturday morning in October of last year, I was going through the different channels and in my car, and and I heard Dr. Kolbaba's program, uh, HealthQuest, on the radio, and and just listened for a little bit, and what he said made a lot of sense to me. And so I I made the next step, and I I called and made an appointment. And what what Dr. Kolbaba has done for me it's given me the tools and the knowledge to help get me healthy. And in many ways, it really kind of helped save my life. The system is simple, but it takes hard work. Follow the system and you work hard, you'll get healthy like I am. I've lost about 50 pounds in three months, but more importantly, I'm on my way to becoming extremely healthy. Thanks again and good luck. End of message. Save. Press 9. More options. Press 0. Saved. More options. Press 0. More options. More options. More options. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. I hear you breathing in. Another day begins. 
Give that number a call, would you? 800 794 1855. Keep yourself open to something new for you this coming year and go against all the stats you hear about in the news. I've been keeping my mind so, how long were you told that you'd be on that medication that you're taking? <laughs> That's what I thought. Sad, but it's the same for everyone else. Question, do you believe it's possible for you to be set free from the medication that you are presently on? Or are you stuck taking it forever, not to mention all of the side effects? And how good could it feel to finally become drug-free? You know, the United States makes up less than 5% of the world's population, yet we use over 85% of the world's supply of medication. That means that 95% of the world is using the 15% leftover medications, with 34 countries living longer than we do here in the United States today. Helping our body regain its health using a more natural approach can reduce the need for these dangerous medications. So let's begin your adventure in health today. Call 800-794-1855 to reserve your new patient strategy consultation. That's 800-794-1855. Well, your body's like a dog. Like a dog. But sometimes that dog... You know, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that every time something happens to our body, we blame the dog. We blame the dog. We blame heredity. We, 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 we it just anything we can, other than it ain't my fault. That's what people want to believe. But yet, the people that come into the clinic, and I mentioned, well, I'll ask ask this question about a particular condition that they're suffering from. And I say, it, the fact that you're suffering from this condition, is it, is it really a surprise to you? And most of the time people confess, and I shouldn't say confess, but they, they look at me like, well, they purse their lips and say, no, no, it's not a surprise to me. After all I've done, after all I've done and failed to do, all the things that I did that were destructive and all of the activities and the options that I had that would have been good for me that I failed to act upon. And even there are people who say they've been listening to our show for years and years, and then they make that phone call. And I always ask them, why did it take so long? And for most people, it's, it's, it didn't get, it didn't get bad enough. It didn't get, uh, you know, painful enough. It didn't, the discomfort wasn't, it it was something they could live with. Or maybe they had some kind of a uh, analgesic kind of uh, thing going on. As you see, the Tylenol used to get me through my headaches, but now the Tylenol ain't, it ain't helping no more. And now my liver is, is pickled from the Tylenol. I, you know, I, I think we, we've, we've got to start respecting our, our bodies because, again, if you want a picture of what I picture in my mind about you and your body, your body like a dog, your body being faithful, your body always being up for something, your body's always covering for your mistakes. It, it's not to shame us. It's just to say that our body is as compatible as it can be with us, yet we are not as compatible with what it takes to get our body to a place where it could really, really enjoy its life on the planet. 
that we're constantly like we're, we're overeating. Your intestinal tract is trying so hard to, to get the best out of the food that you eat. But at the same time, it, it has to contend with the terrible and the, the unhealthy foods that, that, that you do eat. And then, oh, and then, and then it's got to worry about the 75% of the too much food eating that you're doing anyhow. Because we in this country, we're eating 75% too much food per day anyhow. Yeah, I actually read a study that it says we have like 10, the average American has 10 to 20 pounds of poop in their body. In, in that, see, in the wild, you wouldn't have that feces there because you wouldn't be eating enough. You wouldn't have been able to find enough to do that. And, and your body with that becomes chronically stressed out. You know, your brain has to sift through those 80 to 90,000 thoughts a day. And, and it's got to pick out what it's going to ignore that you're doing that's destructive. And I'm just saying, taking a few good steps in the right direction, I'll tell you what, a few good steps in the right direction, we have found can, can transform your, your, your body in just a few weeks enough that it fuels the next step. So it's kind of like I don't start with step three, step four, because it's scary. You know, what's quinoa? <laughs> What's quinoa? <laughs> I don't know. Don't worry about quinoa right now. Here, just do this. Just do something really simple. Just do something really simple. That's what just some of these simple steps will help you. You can go to healthquestradio.com. It's, it's a great website. See that picture of your dog. Also, our Adventure in Health series, our, our TV video series. We actually can have live audiences there now. You're invited. Got to make that phone call. Talk to Carla, 800-794-1855. Also, uh, like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel on HealthQuest Radio. Yep. At, at right now, get that number, 800-794-1855. If the line's busy, we got many lines, but you can do it, 800-794-1855. We'll see you next week, everyone. See you guys next week. Be blessed.